following sermon was recorded at Chiang Mai Christian Fellowship in Chiang Mai, Thailand. For more information, please view our website at www.ccfth.org. This is David Cannon. I'm also one of the elders here at Chiang Mai Christian Fellowship. And uh, a few months ago, might even be six months now, when uh, the new eldership team was uh, formed because of old, uh, other elders going away and all that sort of thing, um, about four or five of us uh, said we ha- were gifted at preaching and um, I was one of those uh, who said that I like to preach and, um, and enjoy teaching from God's word. I'm taking a couple of risks today. Um, as I do that, so um, hopefully it will be fine. Um, my wife and I, we have served in Thailand for about 22 years. Um, we've been in uh, Chiang Mai about the last six years. Uh, we have a large family of 20 of us. Uh, um, not all our own flesh and blood, but um, we are in a, a dorm, so uh, we have a large family. Uh, we do consider ourselves pretty much family. And um, it's a real blessing to uh, be in that ministry. Before that, we uh, worked in uh, central Thailand, uh, church planning work amongst the Thai. I think um, giving testimony is uh, quite important. And um, there's power in testimony. because that power comes through what God, through Christ, has done in our lives. And so our story today um, from the Bible is the Apostle Paul uh, was arrested in Jerusalem and then he has been sent to Caesarea uh, where Governor Festus is and he's appeared before Festus and uh, Festus uh, needs to send him to Rome but he doesn't know what to charge him with because it's a very complicated case with lots of lies and all sorts of things like that. And King Agrippa and his sister Bernice visit Caesarea and they too want to hear from Paul. They've heard about Paul, they've heard about Christians and they're very keen to hear what Paul has to say. And so Paul is brought before the court. King Agrippa is there, Bernice is there, uh, Governor Festus and others. And King Agrippa says to Paul, you may give your defence. And Paul says and uh, waves his hands around and says, I am most fortunate, O King, to present before you because I know that you are an expert in the customs and the arguments of the Jews and I ask that you listen to me carefully and patiently. Paul says, The Jewish leaders know that since I was a child I was brought up in the strictest sect of the Pharisees. In fact, it is this It is for the reason that I believe in God's promises 
that I am in these chains. Why is it so hard for you to believe that God can raise the dead? I was very zealous in, in, in my Jewish religion. I was that jealous that I thought it was right and good that I did everything I could against the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I persecuted the Christians. I had them thrown into prison and I was pleased when they were put to death. In fact, I used to chase them all around even to foreign cities, uh, going to synagogues and having them thrown out. And I used to urge them to curse the very name of Jesus. I was on a trip to Damascus for the very reason to arrest Christians and it was about noon. And a light from heaven shone all around, brighter than the sun. We all fell to our knees. And a voice in Aramaic said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to go against my will. Paul asks, Who are you, Lord? He replies, I am Jesus who you are persecuting. Go, I now send you as a light to the Jews and the Gentiles. I send you to the Gentiles to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God. You must go and preach repentance and that they turn from their sins to God and that they join the family of God through faith in me. And so I obeyed that vision from heaven. I preached first in Damascus, then in Jerusalem and all Judea and also to the Gentiles. I testify that I preached what Moses taught that the Messiah must suffer and that he would be the first to rise from the dead. And I preach that you must repent and turn from your sins. Festus interrupts and shouts out, You are mad, Paul. All your learning is sending you insane. And Paul responds and says, O most excellent Festus, I am not insane. King Agrippa, you know these things to be true. It hasn't been hidden from you. 
King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Agrippa interrupts. Paul, are you trying to persuade me to become a Christian so quickly? And Paul says, Whether quickly or not, my earnest prayer is that you and all those here would be as I am, except for these chains. So the king, the governor and Bernice and the court leave and they agree together that Paul does not deserve death or even prison. But Paul has appealed to Caesar and so he must go to Rome. So that story is in Acts 26 and um, you also find Paul giving testimony like in Acts 21 and 22 and Paul's testimony is powerful because um, he is talking about what God has done in his life, how his life has changed and, um, and, and we see Paul's heart. Just um, a little bit of my recent testimony. Uh, I, I could say last, the last year or maybe not that long has, has been hard for me. Um, nothing to do with my dorm family. Maybe a little bit, but mostly not. Uh, and there, there's a verse in, in Romans chapter 9 where and this is, this is really Paul's heart. Some people look down on Paul and his writings, uh, especially from the secular world, but even in the church sometimes. But Paul in, in Romans chapter 9 says, I wish that I was cursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my Jewish brothers and sisters. Paul states that he... Um, was willing to uh, give up his salvation if it could save his own people. But of course, as Paul teaches, um, that has all been done through Jesus Christ already and is not necessary or God's way. But that was really Paul's passion and and love for his own people. And uh, that feeling come upon myself as I thought of um, folk that I love dearly. And, and, and I hope that, uh, that it applies to everyone and anyone I meet as well, but it doesn't always do that. <clears throat> this uh, needs to be short because uh, um, when I share a little bit, a few points through, through, through this passage in uh, uh, Acts chapter 26, John and, and the music team are going to come up and do a couple of songs and then after that, you all will have opportunity in little groups to, to share. Okay, so just be ready for that. Uh, after the second music set, um, don't rush off. So I need to keep the next little bit short so you have an opportunity to do that. So if I have the overhead. So, so just a few things in this, this passage um, that we can uh, notice is 
how Paul is before leaders, uh, polite and respectful and, 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 and that's wise. Um, it's unfortunate these days that sometimes uh, as Christians, and I'm sure I've, I've probably done this from time to time in how we um, approach our witness to uh, those who don't know of Jesus and his work, is not in a wise and respectful way. Sometimes just through laziness, sometimes through not understanding and sometimes through not caring. But Paul, we see, um, was very wise. He addressed the king in very respectful ways and even the governor, Festus, when when he was um, calling Paul an idiot. And the the scriptures teach us that we need to respect and honour those who are over us. And uh, this was Paul's response. Just the next slide. And uh, as, as Paul goes through personal testimony, he also is teaching uh, God's truth. And he is also um, using the prophets to prove that Jesus um, is the Messiah. And uh, part, part of the Jewish problem was uh, they didn't recognise who Jesus was and, uh, and didn't even recognise him from, from Scripture. When we give testimony, it's important that we are honest. Um, when I was sharing about we're up to the third slide, but it doesn't seem to be clicking through. Okay, never mind. Just just turn it off. That's okay. <clears throat> but I will need the last slide, if possible, uh, for after the second music set. So P- Paul, before Agrippa, when he when he when he talks about how he he used to persecute Christians. Oh, there it is. Um, it might not have come across in how I presented, but. How do you think he said that? Do you think tears were streaming down his face when he thought of his past life, of how he persecuted Christians, had them thrown in jail and was there when they were put to death? Especially, uh, think of the stoning of Stephen. I would, I would uh, guess that he had tears streaming down his face, that his voice was quavering and that he felt deep remorse because of what he did. How he used to try to force Christians to curse Jesus' name. And when he says in 1 Timothy uh, uh, chapter 1 that he was the chief of sinners, I'm sure he's thinking of this. And I'm sure he, uh, writing that, his hand was uh, shaking and that um, he was very sad about that. And um, in our testimony, sometimes we think, I don't have a testimony, there's nothing exciting to share about my past life. Um, If that's the case, that's a wonderful blessing from God, that God protects you from darkness. Um, I'd just like to read a a quote from an author I'm enjoying at the moment, uh, Brennan Manning. And uh, he, he, he was a Catholic priest, but um, 
Uh, he is a Protestant evangelist now and he writes books. But he, he appreciates a lot, a lot of his uh, Catholic um, past and that as well. If, if you could grab a book or two of his, I think they would be very helpful. And, and the reason testimony in church is so important is it can build us up together. We can understand one another and uh, we can sh- uh, share the burden together and just grow in Christ. I think it's very important for new Christians and young people that they understand, if, if we have been a Christian for a long time, that we still struggle with certain temptations and sins, but also that they see that uh, through God at work in us, we are overcoming them through his power. Uh, a quote from uh, Brennan Manning. And this is in, in his book, uh, Ruthless Trust. And, and part of trust here is being able to share some deep, dark secrets with, with someone who respects and, and respect one another. It doesn't have to be out front, but this is written in his book anyway. Um, he says, Is there anyone I can level with? <clears throat> anyone I dare tell that I am... Benevolent and malevolent. That's sort of good and bad. <laughs> Chaste and randy. Compassionate and vindictive. Selfless and selfish. That beneath my brave words lives a frightened child. That I dabble in religion and pornography that I have blackened a friend's character, betrayed a trust, violated a confidence, that I am tolerant and thoughtful, a bigot and a blowhard, that I hate hard rock. Sensing that if I bear my soul, I will be abandoned by my friends and ridiculed by my enemies, I remain hidden borrowing from the cosmetic kit to put on my pretty face. I veil my unstated distrust behind a cheerful countenance, mask my fears behind sanguine pretense and present a fake self that is mostly admirable, mildly prepossessing and superficially happy. Later, I hate myself for my flagrant dishonesty. Who can I turn to? And uh, as Christians, if we can't turn to one another, uh, who can we turn to? I'm slowing down. I need to go faster. Um, In Paul's testimony, uh, next slide if it pops up, we we see God's power at work, especially, um, well, all through it, but the special instance on 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 the road to Damascus, Paul is blinded but his eyes are actually open to who Jesus is and um, we're wrong to think that that same power isn't or can't be at work in our own lives um, day by day because God's promises to be with us and to fill us with his spirit. I I know last week if you were here that many were challenged by uh, Shine's uh, message um, he was questioning or asking us to consider why we are 
where we are. He had some ridiculous statistic about how many missionaries there are in uh, Chiang Mai. And he said, what are they all doing? Um, But uh, he he was pointing one finger that way and he was pointing all the other fingers back at himself. Um, He was very uh, moved himself about remembering that he needs to be about the Lord's work. And when when Paul says he he, uh, was both light to Jews and Gentiles, he, he was to turn people from the power of Satan to God and if you remember last week uh, Shine also talked about sheep without a shepherd and how they're vulnerable to a wolf coming and ripping them to shreds that's what darkness does in, in the lives of people and if we are willing to share our testimony um, we can touch people's lives by speaking about what God has done in our life the reason we can do that is because um, it is our testimony it's about us they can't say that's not true but hopefully it is true what we're sharing Um, hopefully we're not uh, building up how big the sins were but we are actually pointing to Christ And we see Paul's heart towards the end there when King Agrippa says, are you trying to persuade me? So we don't really know where King Agrippa actually was. Um, He knew the Jewish uh, writings. Um, He was obviously touched by what Paul was was saying. But did it just stay there? So our, our testimony has power because it is God in Christ at work in us if that's true of us so now um, we, we, I will just pray and then we'll have a set of songs and then I'll come back and ask you to do something else Father God we thank you for uh, Paul uh, the first missionary to uh, the Gentiles and, and through uh, what he started we can know your saving grace We can know forgiveness of sins through repenting and believing in Jesus and we can know deliverance. Help us to trust you and help us to help one another to grow in Christ Jesus, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to a sermon recorded at Chiang Mai Christian Fellowship in Chiang Mai, Thailand. For more information, please view our website at www.ccfth.org.